Let us be attentive. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Let us be attentive. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for immortality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord, who will also rise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I therefore take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who joins himself to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For it is written, The two shall become one flesh, but he who is united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun immorality. Every other sin which a man commits is outside the body, but the immoral man sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? Are you not your own? You are not your own. You were brought with a price. So glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. According to St. Luke, let us be attentive. The Lord said this parable There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of the property that falls to me. And he divided his living between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took his journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in loose living. And when he had spent everything, a great famine arose in that country, and he began to be in want. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have fed on the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, 
I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was yet at a distance, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it, and let us eat and make merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to make merry. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what this meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fatted calf, because he has received him safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Lo, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command. Yet you never gave me a kid, that I might make merry with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your living with harlots, you killed for him the fatted calf. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to make merry and be glad. For this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What are we running from? All of us tend to want to run from challenges at one time or another. Many times we feel as though things will be better if we just move to an ideal location, for example. If we pack things up and start over, somehow things will be different. The only problem with these attempts is that we can't run from ourselves. If we have unsettled personal business and we are not right spiritually, 
then any distance from things is not going to fix things. It could even make things worse. We can end up in a distant place with no support and no solutions. The prodigal, in today's parable, thought he would just take his inheritance and do his own thing. He set off on a journey. The journey did not bring about personal growth, but personal destruction. Common sense would say that if you are leaving home and setting out somewhere, you should have a plan. One would think that as we get older and wiser, that we would develop a map to guide the direction and the purpose of our lives. One would think. But oftentimes we just go through life, and life seems to accelerate, and we realize that after many years, we have not arrived. We have not arrived at the place that we thought we would be. But did we ever really have a clear vision of where we were going? How can we arrive at a destination if we do not even know where we are headed? There's a song by Jackson Brown that seems to speak to this. And here are some of the lyrics. You may recognize this one. I think it's an old one. Looking out at the road, rushing under my wheels, I don't know how to tell you all just how crazy this life feels. I look around for the friends that I used to turn to to pull me through. Looking into their eyes, I see them running too. Running on, running on empty, running on, running blind, running on, running into the sun, but I'm running behind. Honey, you really tempt me. You know the way you look so kind. I'd love to stick around, but I'm running behind. You know, I don't even know what I'm hoping to find. Running into the sun, but I'm running behind. Where are we running? Why do we run? And what are we searching for? These are all very important questions. As Christians, the one place we should all desire to be is in the proximity of our Father. This is the lesson learned by the prodigal in today's story. After his failed escapades, he longs to return to his father's house. So too, we as Christians must develop a longing and a desire to be in our father's house. The good news about this is that we are speaking on a spiritual plane. This means that wherever we are, at any moment, we can change direction and head back to our father. Now, how do we do this? The church is our compass, and it directs through the reading such as today, its worship, the sacraments, and particularly helpful for spiritual direction as the sacrament of holy confession. In holy confession, we can confront our sinful, misguided, misdirected behaviors that have caused us to lose our way. We can then begin the process of repentance, which is the changing of our habits and lifestyle, so that we can discipline ourselves on a path that helps us stay close to our Father's house.
Our lives change when our habits change. Our lives change when our habits change. Our habits will only change if we commit to this change with prayer, fasting, and being obedient and accountable. So as we enter the season of Great Lent, we have at our disposal all these wonderful tools to help us begin to set ourselves back on this right path. Let each of us reflect today on the ways in which we have become a prodigal and strayed from our proper course. Let us work during this season of Great Lent to make sure that we have a plan, that we are looking at a map, and that we know where we are headed. Great Lent is so helpful in this way. It's a time to get a clear vision. Let us take a survey of where we have been and make a resolution regarding where we want to be. Each of us has a particular path to walk with its unique challenges and obstacles. At the same time, we are each given 24 hours in a day, and each of us has to decide how we wish to use each minute. Let us look at how we make use of our time, what habits are healthy and lead us closer to our Father's house, and what habits take us down a road to a faraway country like the prodigal in today's gospel. Great Lent is a time of great purpose. If our lives are lived with the proper purpose, then we will never stray far from our Father's house. I pray that all of us will use this time well so that we all may be well with our lives. Use the time well. The time that God has given you that all may be well with your lives. Remember that in every sacrament of the church, at the beginning of every divine liturgy each Sunday, we hear the beautiful intonation, Blessed is the kingdom of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit now and ever and to the ages of ages. Amen. This is a spiritual sign, a spiritual guidepost, directing us directly to our goal, to our destination, which is God's house, his eternal kingdom. So, my dear ones, as we prepare for this precious, great Lenten season, may we be focused and ready for the journey, and may that journey ultimately lead us home to our Father's house. May God bless you today and always. Christ is in our midst. Thank you. Please rise.